Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. A Buddha is someone who's awake within the matrix and co-creating with divinity as a soul having a human experience. Each enlightened episode is dedicated to help you level up the energy field of your Merkaba. You can manifest the parallel reality that fits the best version of you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and does not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Now, let's welcome your host, author Von Galt, and her guest. Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galt. And today we discuss one of my favorite topics, energy healing. Now in Buddhism, all fifth dimension and above energy healing is done by source through the people as a conduit. And we're going to learn more about the Jin Shin Murai method with president of the Jin Shin Institute, Alexis Brink. So with that, Alexis, welcome to Merkaba Chakras. Hi, thank you so much for having me and for this beautiful introduction. It's a privilege to be here today and share with your community. Yes, I, I, I love these topics and energy healing is just synonymous and um, it's one of the basic things that are taught in Buddhism for people who are ready for the advanced stuff. It's just kind of a foundation. Um, and so and there's so many different ways and so many different um, Buddhist monks and nuns that contributed uh, their life work um, from different monasteries into the canon. So, I mean, I can go on and do hundreds and thousands of episodes on various energy healing modalities because there's just so many different varieties. So before we dig into your work, can you tell us how you even got into this in the first place? Yes, that's kind of a fun story. Uh, I was born and raised in Amsterdam, Holland. And when I was 18, I moved to New York to be uh, on Broadway, to be a Broadway dancer. And so <laughs> I got into this dance company and uh, the American Dance Machine. And we had this teacher. She was very, very tough. She, she was from Russia and she trained us with an iron fist. And one day I did a turn and I hurt my knee. Mm. And so a friend of mine took me to one of his sessions. He thought this was very interesting work. Mm. And so I met this lady, Philomena Dooley. And so after his session, she said to me, so what's with you? And I said, well, I have this, this knee problem. And, I, and she wait, stop. We call them projects instead of problems. because <laughs> they're, they're fun to work with and we change them. And I said, you know, I have to stop dancing for six weeks at a time. And I've tried everything. And she said, come here. And she did something with my toes. And mm -hmm. I was able to go back to rehearsal the next day. And so she said, why don't you take my uh, workshop and uh, next week? And I did. And I said, this is what I want to do the rest of my life. It was just... Mm. Uh, there was something about it and this is something what you're talking about these these ancient uh traditions that connects us to source that just pulled me into this work and at the same time i was able to maintain my knee healthy uh, by just doing simple holds myself mm -hmm. so that's basically how i got into this work wow wow it's that's amazing. And, you know, one of the things about um, injuries is that when you get out on the other side of it, there's so many different ways to address injuries and not to, to um, not give credit to standard medical um, procedures and ways to address injuries, but sometimes some of the other ways and ancient ways that uh, different traditions have found could work for people as well. And so for you, it worked for you. So the Jin Shin is actually a Japanese healing art that yes. was founded by Jiro Morai when he tried to make peace with his terminal illness and prepare to die using Zen Buddhist meditations. So instead of dying, <laughs> which is what he was preparing to do from his terminal illness, 
He had his awakening and a transformed energy healing from source through his Zen Buddhist meditations. Um, he actually had very much the same or similar um, story than another Zen Buddhist from Japan, which is the um, another hypnosis practitioner, practitioner as well. I can't remember the name of it. But, um, so, but that's what happened to him. And so from then on, he taught his healing trade and... And it's just carried on from there. So can you tell us the process of how the non-local energy from source moves through the practitioner's hands and throughout the client's body? So that's a, a basic foundation for how this works. So people yes, can understand. Just to, um, just to clarify, when Jeremiah went into the mountain cabin to heal himself, he used uh, mudras that we share now with um, you know, everybody who studies Jin Shin Jitsu. And he also used uh, fasting and meditation. And based on that, he did all of his research. And so we use universal energy that is really available to all of us. And so when we apply our hands to the body, we use this universal uh, energy. So we're not giving out our own energy or taking energy from the client. We're merely there as facilitators and we, we call our hands jumper cables. And so when you apply them to the body, we, our ego gets out of the way and we connect to universal energy. So this is something that we can actually all do and so there's nothing really magical about it. And sometimes the word consciousness or universal energy seems a little esoteric, but you know, that is the thing. It's like in the, in the East, people are aware of energy or ancestral mm -hmm. energy. It's the energies of generation. It's something that goes beyond us. And for us in the West, we're just getting used to uh, this kind of terminology. But we've all experienced it when you are in the flow of things and things are going your way, then you're in rhythm with the universal energy. Right. Well, let me ask you something, because um, just like um, Mr. Murai and yourself, who had a he had terminal illness, you had the broken ankle. Um, you're not in the, the flow and connecting to to the higher energies of the universe at the time. So when you're not in that flow, how can somebody get into that higher energy within themselves? So by practicing um, the art of Jinshin, it brings us back into rhythm with this universal energy. And it's similar to a lot of people are aware uh, of yoga or, mm -hmm. meditation or mindfulness. It brings uh, us back to, to that state of being where we are in harmony with this energy. So in that way, it's accessible to all of us. And when we injure ourselves, you, you're right. In that moment, we are not uh, in rhythm with this universal energy. Maybe we're trying really hard or there is a fear or we worry our emotions come into play with it. Um, and then sometimes we can get injured or or there's also there's there's that. And then there's also um, our genetic predispositions mm. for, that can uh, sometimes uh, bring on disease for disharmony. So we look at all of those things. All the different aspects. And I just want to clarify for people who um, who still try to understand, because in like in the East, in Asia, it's very common. We have lots of different names for this universal energy that flows through everything within samsara, everything within the matrix, everything within us, within you, within the trees, the soil, the air, Everything that in creation has the same universal energy vibrating at different frequencies to make the shape or the form or the being that is talking, but it's the same energy is what they, um, they call prana, is what they call chi, is what they call life force, it's what they call the one Buddha mind, um, it's what they call the spiritual emptiness that runs through everything. I mean, all these different names. In the West, there isn't very much of a concept of universal besides God. Yeah, well, and we can call it unconditional love. That's one of those expressions. And yeah. the interesting thing is Einstein talked about matter being energy in a different, it's a different frequency. Mm -hmm. so, so we have ma matter and energy or matter and space uh, being the same at a different uh, frequency. So if you look at it in that way, that our 
body, our physical body, is mm -hmm. a reflection of the universal energy or the consciousness or space. Our mm -hmm. body is the reflection of space. And so it's a mirror in an image. And when you start to practice on yourself, for example, holding a certain part of your body, this is, for example, a point we're working with, you feel a pulsation coming up from this point into your fingertips. Mm -hmm. And when this pulsation begins to harmonize, you feel that it softens and it begins to change. That's when our body gets in rhythm with this universal energy. So you, you explained it beautifully, what it is. And so does that make sense what I'm explaining? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And it's, and it's just like when you make a connection, when you can make a, a connection to anything within um, source. So like when, when you're not connecting to anything, then you feel your individuality, you feel a little bit of separatism so that there's some kind of form. But when you like touch, like I touch this pen, now its energy has become part of me and I can still feel it, but now it has become part of me and separate from the space outside. So it, it gets really esoteric, but in, in short, for the people who are unfamiliar still with this concept of universal energy, it flows through everything and everyone, even the people that you hate, it flows through them you, uh, e equally. Even the things that you dislike, it flows through them as well. If it exists, it flows through that. And it also flows through the space in between so that there is a space in between. So there is distinction in form. So, um, you know, not to get too esoteric, but I just want people to really understand that because when you understand energy medicine and you see that it's all connected, then there's no difference between you healing yourself, you healing me, or you healing somebody from the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. There's no separation. And when our energy fl uh, flows in harmony in our body, then the body can function optimally. And so that's why healing can occur. And the beautiful thing is that with each breath that we take, with each cycle of breath, mm -hmm. the body heals and we can connect to this energy that you're talking about. So in that way, it's very simple and accessible to all of us. Yep, yep. So, so I just wanted to clarify that and thank you for clarifying, Alexis. So now we can get into the practical aspect of this. So when somebody is doing um, Jin Shin Marai, uh, do their hands heat up? I mean, what does the client feel when, I mean, when you're mm -hmm. touching somebody's, you know, body where they hurt? Mm -hmm. um, so when you, when, the, the, that is different for everybody. First of all, when you work on yourself or when you give a set, when I give a session to someone, it usually is very, very relaxing. It's deeply relaxing because once the energy mm. starts to, to move, your body really relaxes, the breath becomes even and you go into this uh, parasympathetic nervous system because mm -hmm. the breath really calms down and then everything starts to, to move. So when there's energy that there is blocked, it starts to flow uninterruptedly. And so, mm -hmm. you know, that feels really great. So sometimes people say, oh, your hands are getting really warm and that's energy moving uh, within my body, because as I have to connect to this uh, universal energy, which we call the light or depth seven, my body starts to harmonize too, even though I'm not giving out my own energy. So it's merely just uh, facilitating and harmonizing the person's energy. Yeah, so the way I see it, the, I like to read, relate things so people can understand it with um, kind of analogy and practical use. The way I see it, when your hands heat up or, or the person feels a specific area that's getting a lot of intense energy, um, a momentum going on, is it's just kind of like um, those um, medical equipment where if you have to kind of shock somebody back in, you know, where they, they put it on the body and they shock them back in. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, and it just fills up with energy, just um, shocks them back into consciousness. But your hands kind of function like a tool in which you is that yeah, how it like uh the way we you, today we compare it to like connecting to the internet 
Mm -hmm. It really allows you to get global so big and as big as you want. And then if you unplug it from the internet, you still have your own environment, like your own documents. And so that's the individual body. And then when mm -hmm. you connect it to the internet or you plug it in, then you can connect to something much larger than just your individual body. Mm -hmm. So one of the, you know, to make it again, really simple, because I like to always bring it back to simplicity, is that we are all born with this. I mean, mm -hmm. it, a baby, they know to suck their thumbs, right? And they're self-soothing and they're mm -hmm. harmonizing their digestive system. Or you're seeing somebody holding their cheek. This is where the stomach flow begins and mm -hmm. they're helping their digestive system. It helps to release stress. Or when somebody goes like, oh, I forgot. It, this point helps mental clarity. So innately, we so already- We actually do it. We already know the points. Yeah, yes. We are already born with this knowledge. And mm. you know, all these ancient traditions are really based on this same innate knowledge that we are- that we already know, but sometimes when we're not in tune that we forget, mm. we forget and it's, you know, we, we have our hands so we can heal and harmonize ourselves. How does this work in, in terms of distance? Like uh, with a, uh, do you guys do online remote as well? Does it function the same? It, I mean, in effect it does because it's not just limited to the body. So yes, uh, people have been working remotely uh, during COVID and yeah i mean you can definitely uh try that i i have seen some clients here now coming in and personally i've done a lot of other things i finished my textbook and i had another book that came out and the 2020 was a good year for you it you know it was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, i hear uh, there's so many people from yeah. who are very very high vibe in the, the, the higher dimensions yeah, a lot of practicing together where I mm -hmm. practice with the community, uh, working on ourselves. And, and that's very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that very that's like a hundred percent consistency that I've that I hear when um from people who are just in the they're in the higher dimensions of consciousness and doing energy healing is fifth dimensional and above because you have to connect to source. And yes. source has is timeless. It doesn't measure time. Everything's connected. Everything is is right at your fingertips whenever it feels like it. So, um, but a lot of people who are practicing uh, this consciousness in whatever modality or even in their life, many of them are saying much the same thing that you know it's life is much much easier and things just kind of flow easier and manifest faster. And they had a pretty good year. So I like to, I like to hear that the practitioners of Jinch are experiencing much the same flow in their life well you know can you demonstrate how you can use your fingers to open up more to the life force so i'm going to practice with you so yes so people well, can learn real quick the, yeah the, real quick and the easiest way is to harmonize our total body through holding the fingers and each of the fingers helps uh an, a feeling that's not processed so okay. we have worry fear, anger, sadness, and trying to. So let's just practice. Let's say um, you have a lot of worry and right. So you can just simply hold your thumb and whichever side feels comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. And if you worry a lot, you may notice that in your life, yeah, you can do it like that. Uh, that's like the mudra. Um, if, if you worry a lot, you may find that you're holding your thumb, you know, subconsciously already. So here you're just bringing awareness. So you're holding- Kind of like a baby that sucks their thumb when they're- Exactly. Worry. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. It helps the stomach energy. It helps digestion. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So people ask me, how long do you hold it? So you can hold it for a moment or you can hold it for a couple of minutes and just hold it gently, wrap your fingers around the whole thumb, and then you feel this pulsation. And when you feel the pulsation, that's the energy beginning to spiral all the way to the center of the body and back out. And that brings you into rhythm with this consciousness. So it's just that easy. And then if you have a lot of uh, fear or anxiety or panic, then you can hold this finger. 
Okay, so this this finger, a lot of people are feeling that right now with the pandemic closing. You know, it, I, I, it's kind of slowly working its process and and slowly working its way out, but it's still people are still feeling that uncertainty of what happens next. So, exactly. So a lot of fear is coming up, and then holding the index finger is very helpful. Also, a lot of young people they talk about anxiety and panic attacks. So this will help. This also mm -hmm. helps the back holding, helping if you have backache, because often backaches come from fear and anxiety. Mm. And then, yeah, so you're going to find your favorite fingers and on different days, they may change as different uh, feelings and emotions come up. Mm -hmm. And then the middle finger harmonizes anger. And sometimes you, instead of sticking up your finger, you can hold your middle finger mm. and also, right <laughs> right yeah that, that's so funny that you say that because in many it, that, that the middle finger exactly. when you're angry or you want to slip somebody off you put the middle finger why do we put the middle finger you're saying it's because we're angry exactly that makes sense the middle finger is very powerful it is a harmonizer so it helps the total being and it also helps fatigue in the body so also with people getting vaccinated, this helps the fatigue flow, which is responsible for the immune system. Very, very important. Mm, so, so hold the middle finger will help your immunity, yes. will help will help with anxiety. Mm. And fatigue. Yeah, fatigue, deep fatigue in the body, immunity. It helps the inhale and the exhale. It helps the eyes. All these fingers help many different things. And I'm just listing a few of them right now. Okay. So for those people who choose to get vaccinated, there's going to be in line holding the middle finger. <laughs> yeah. And before we sign off today, I want to give you one more hold for mm -hmm. the system and for that. Okay. So yes. don't, let's not forget to get to that. Okay. The ring finger helps to harmonize sadness and grief and helps the lungs. So very important for our breath and also for our digestion. And then with this, you can get into the breath and starting to breathe. I think you do it naturally because I was just doing it naturally. Exactly. Yes. It's so simple. You mm -hmm. want to really drop your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important so that you're relaxed. And then the little finger helps the heart, helps to open up our emotions and helps also trying too hard. If you're efforting a lot, that will actually burden the heart and it also helps bones. Mm. So if you tend to are uh, accident prone or if you have an injury or also for, um, you know, if you need to, your bones to be stronger, then holding the little finger will help. Mm. And then the the palm of the hand is all inclusive and helps everything. And that's our prayer position, right? Mm -hmm. Or in, in the East, they bow mm -hmm. and you bow in the East. And then in the West, we shake a hand and also we hold the palm of the hand where we get a lot of actually information from the person. You're getting to really know the person. So um, I don't know. Is that why we hold hands? Like we shake hands yeah. like this and that's the way, that's where they came naturally is to. Yeah. So I don't know if we will still shake hands after COVID, but even with a bow, you get to really, you know, know the person. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Laos and I've gone to a lot of Laos and Thai um, Buddhist temples and, and they do this, but I do this. I put it up to my third eye and just go. <laughs> I like this. And so this is another nice hold. Yeah. So just to round up the, the fingers here, to remember it, get rid of worry fast. F-A-S-T. Fast. Get rid of worry fast. Fear, anger, sadness, and trying too hard. Okay, so I love that. I love that. And what was the and really quick before I forget, what was the last thing that you wanted to show us about this? What was the palm? The palm, yeah, the palm of the hand is all inclusive, and that also helps for deep fatigue in the body. And mm. again, when you look at the baby, when their palms are closed, they have a need. Uh, it helps the umbilicus energy, and when it's mm. their open, they're in harmony. So again, that's something to look at for yourself if you are 
hands tend to be like this when you're lying down or sitting down, then you may want to hold your palm to give energy to the total being. So our body gives us all these messages. It's really an art of getting to know and help yourself. That's really good. Well, now really quick, when, when people like do this, does that mean anything? Well, they're actually helping all of their fingers, right? They're helping all of their organs. And they do this? Yeah, they're helping all of their emotions. They're helping all of them at once. And I don't know, I'm in New York, but often on subways, you see people holding their fingers or one finger or holding this location here, mm -hmm. which calms the body, helps the nervous system. So yes, when you start to understand the art of Jinshin, then you really get can get to know everything about yourself. Because and when people do this, is this the this like you see this? You know, when people do this, what's what's this? Yeah, again, then you're you're holding the palm right with your knuckles. Ah. So yeah, so understanding that that you know all these holds they tell a whole story. Mm, mm. That's very good. Yeah, that's very good. Okay, so when when all medical routes are exhausted energy healing is a common outlet that many people try so what is there a common type or common case that you guys typically see by the time they come to you yeah i often see people when they've tried everything else and the doctor really mm -hmm. can't or they can't find anything so nothing showed us up as on a test yet but energetically um, the body is not up to speed. And mm -hmm. so by, by, by um, regenerating the body, often it's, it starts to heal and those problems will go away. Sometimes also their immune projects like autoimmune disorders, they're very hard to treat medically. And so when we boost the immune system enough and the body can function, then you know it, it. You will be able to um, to maintain a healthy body, and also because you can practice this on yourself, it's so powerful. I mean, most of my clients they have a daily self help routine. They work on themselves, you know, every day and mm -hmm. create uh, assist, a routine that works for them. So that's that's what's very helpful because when you go, for example, for acupuncture, you need the practitioner to to do it. But this you can do on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know acupuncture, um, you know, is finding different points in the body, it's different parts of kinetics in your body to address certain um, ailments. And oftentimes those ailments are caused by um, the way in which you live your life or, or some of the, the things that you're working on, your, the issues that you're working on. And so it would just immediately, be, if you're carrying too much, you immediately have a lot of pain right here because you're carrying too much more than you're supposed to. So it, your body is telling you what is going on that you're not listening to in real life. So what are the common things that people can do in their everyday life to be more preventive of these um, immune issues that come up? Well, first of all, practice your gymshin. <laughs> that is so important. Like I practice on myself every day. And then the other thing, of course, is to be mindful of the breath that mm -hmm. a couple of times a day, you just tune into the breath and make sure that you're breathing. And that is really just being mindful and being in the here and now, being in the present moment. So that that is really important. And then another thing, of course, other things are environmental issues like diet, getting a good sleep, um, having not too much Stress, processing your feelings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then sometimes like I mentioned before there are genetic uh, predispositions that people have so with the gentian you can really help uh, and prevent also because you know in a family why does one person get it and the other one doesn't so there's mm -hmm. a lot we can do to maintain uh, health in our body and we, we also do look at a body, mind, and spirit connection. So it's really mm -hmm. the total being. Yeah. So it's very much a preventive approach to your overall lifestyle that helps you at optimal immunity, optimal health for yeah. the long term. Absolutely. But often people come to me when it's already manifested mm -hmm. in the body. Mm -hmm. Like I said, when they've tried everything else, they'll come to me. But I also work a lot with uh, people who are getting medical treatment and it works mm -hmm. very complementary, like 
people who are on radiation and chemotherapy right. will just keep their uh, body, uh, you know, their blood counts up and keep them as energetic as possible. And it's also very self-empowering to be able to to do these things and really help your body, your own body. It's just very empowering. Yeah, yeah, it does. Now, on the website, it states that the common issues um, that your practitioners see are anxiety, digestive issues, migraines, and insomnia, to name a few. Now, in Buddhism, we recognize that these issues are afflictions on the outward reality for wellness. Instead, it's recommended to harness inner wellness and the outer reality will match your new frequency or your new harmonic. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think so, yes, from the individual body, like I said before, we bring it back into rhythm with this universal energy and there is always harmony there. So we always mm -hmm. bring the body back in, into harmony right because mm -hmm. when you think of the consciousness there is there that is harmonious yeah, yeah. would you say would you say yeah. Yeah. because you're an expert yourself Do you well know? i yeah I, I would say um sometimes when you get you you know we live in this world we don't always have to participate with the outer world so much um, world what do you mean by the outer world outer world exactly like, uh, because within your consciousness, within your consciousness, you create your outer world. You, you, you create what comes into form mm -hmm. and um, you choose what comes into your experiences. There's 8 billion people in this world. You're not going to talk to all 8 billion people or have 8 billion different experiences. So um, you, you choose what, you know, and we, we are all energy. We're talking energy. Everybody is energy. And regardless of what your form is or what somebody else's form is or where, where you are in the form of creation, um, it is all energy at vibrating at different frequencies. Mm -hmm. And so when you recognize that everything is all energy, if, if you're getting too caught up on the forms, they'll take you away from your normal resonance. You'll almost forget that, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's my consciousness is creating this. I got to go back to the basis. I got to go back to the, the conscious and go back to the energy. So, so, yeah. Yeah. And so what we found is oftentimes when, um, when people are um, having imbalance in their energy field, it is because they're um, playing too, too heavily in the outer world and making the outer world seem more real than the dreamer dreaming the dream. Mm -hmm. so. so yeah what it sounds like to me is that you're really talking about this reflection mm -hmm. of it being one and the same matter and energy but in a different density and then in Jin Shin Jitsu um, and I, I want to talk about the name Jin Shin Jitsu a little bit also but we identify uh, body, mind, and spirit, and it manifests in our chest line, our waistline, and our hip line, so that spirit, mind, and body are all within us and within our body. And again, that is um, a microcosm of the macrocosm. So we have to, the macrocosm being space, and then our body, the microcosm, mm -hmm. but also within our own body, this body, mind, and spirit connection manifesting in the chest line the waistline and the hip line so you see you, you it keeps coming back to outer world and the inner world and the movement from one to the other all the time yeah yeah or <laughs> yeah, the figure eight the figure eight within our, our body yeah um so below it's i mean it's in the bible it's in all the spiritual texts yep you know? yep yep or you know all the, the figure eight of our energy, our energy body works in a figure, figure eight, but the top is making a clockwise movement. The bottom is making a counterclockwise movement, but it, it makes, <laughs> it makes a figure eight. Um, any, anyways, yeah, very, very good. We're getting a little bit exoteric here. I think we might be losing some of the people here. <laughs> getting a little too exoteric. Please, Jay. 
please stay and hold your finger, hold your finger, get into the breath and just stay with it because this is all part of us. And I wasn't brought up with this kind of knowledge at all. I never even heard of energy before. So, and now yeah. my parents are into it. Now they're loving it and they're loving yeah. it. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Awareness, right? It's an awareness. Yeah. So, exactly, exactly. Just stay with us. Yeah, stay with us. I know sometimes I have to, sometimes I have to uh, remind myself, wait a minute, this is Buddhism in the fifth dimension, not the eleventh dimension or the seventh or sixth. So sometimes I have to ooh, bring that one. <laughs> dial it back, dial it back. Um, okay, so the Buddhist thankas always emphasize um, prevention as the key to overall wellness. So what are some coping skills for dealing with challenges in life so that people don't manifest later? those challenges in their body. So, I mean, are there some coping skills you typically teach your, your clients to, okay, now that we've done some healing, please remember these guidelines. What do you guys typically remember tell people? The fingers <laughs> and remember the breath because with each cycle of breath, which each exhale and inhale, we renew because when we exhale, we let go and we let go of all the toxins and all our negativity and then we can inhale the fresh and the new and the oxygen and so the breath is so important so again that is so simple and that's really for everybody and then on that we can start to build a routine holding certain simple mm -hmm. and it's just really being aware of because also if you have stress then with the exhale it all changes right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that, that's really my basic message it's so simple keep it simple i love it just keep it simple you know um i found that many higher energy individuals are very empathic and they take on stress or trauma from society or from um, others dealing with tough life challenges should people set boundaries for personal wellness and detox i mean it's I think it depends a little bit on the person. Some people, they are more open to taking on energy from others. Mm. Um, luckily, I don't naturally do that when because I see a lot, I work with a lot of sick people. Right. So I place my hands, I don't take on their energy. So that is really just a shift in awareness that when you connect to the source energy, you don't take on from the person. So you get out of your ego and basically yeah you're uh, basically the the ego i guess it is and yeah. so that you're allowed again to connect to this uh this light that's yeah. available to all of us and yeah for some people that's a little bit more of a practice and i i do think it's important to have boundaries yeah yeah yeah, I mean, that's, that's two, uh, there's two ways I think in Buddhism, and I've spoken to uh, various monks and nuns about this, when it comes to energy healing for the people who are um, practicing and learning various energy healings is there's two modalities or ways of thought. One is like you say, um, taking on the energy and then transmuting and letting it go, which I think is a slippery slope if you, if you take on the um, imbalanced energy you know, then you can almost be like a dumping ground yeah. for imbalanced energy. And that's for some people, they can, they can work with that for others. It's like, no, you need boundaries. Um, we're going to teach you how to do your own energy healing on yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to facilitate yeah. and then you take it with you so that you can learn to do it for yourself moving forward. Like, you know, so there's some very hard boundaries. So I don't know which perspective um works best i think it really depends on on the the practitioner in jinshan we work um uh, again we don't take on that energy from the person mm -hmm. because when you place your hands it is the energy from the light from mm -hmm. some beyond uh, us really mm -hmm. and yeah, you can combine it. Uh, you can compare it to a jumper cable that you apply to a car. It mm -hmm. recharges the battery of the car, mm -hmm. but it's not actually energy that's being exchanged. Yeah. You just revitalize the life force within the person that you apply that your hands to. So that's a very different uh, 
concept and giving your own energy or taking it on. I, I personally don't believe in that either because you don't want uh, all that energy from someone else and it's not necessary. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, I respect some people's who to energy healing who um, talk about about that transfer and that of, of energy. I I wonder if it's um, if it falls into spiritual ego, you know, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna, it's because of me that I'm taking your your, your imbalanced energy and I'm going to transmute it for you. It's still a lot of, a lot of that ego um, credit, or no, we're just a jumper cable. We're just a conduit. We're going to facilitate, and then we're going to pack up and leave. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, the thing is, it doesn't really matter if it works for somebody and they can help somebody to to take it on. Like, who are we to say? Who am I to say? Yeah, it doesn't work. You know, that's totally fine. So it depends uh, on the person. It totally depends on the person. I'm, you know, I teach, um, I teach practitioners, and so. Um, I think if an individual wants to do that, it's not how we present it because mm. it, we don't know. We, in Jinshin, we say anybody can do it. Everybody can place their hands on someone and be a facilitator to harmonize the energy. If I right. would how somebody would take on the energy, that, that is just not possible, you know? That is, yeah, a different thing. But on an individual level, I think if people do that and it works, that's great, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, there's a lot of debates in Buddhism and, and, and energy healing and different ways to do it. So um, we offer, you know, there's always that dual nature to everything. So it depends on which, um, which works for you. And if it works, then it's wonderful. Get to the next level. Okay, so energy healing is not recognized in modern medicine. So health insurance typically won't cover it. However, we made some progress with acceptance of acupuncture, chiropractic, and some yoga and meditation as forms of wellness offerings that in many other countries in Europe also accept energy healing as part of their preventive healthcare system. Do you see the U.S. insurance companies eventually covering energy healing as some form of prevention or wellness program? Wow, uh, for prevention, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think um, some of them cover medical massage. And of course, when you think of acupuncture, that is um, also moving energy. It is the mm -hmm. same thing, really. Uh, in a way, it is. And so I think we're moving towards that. And I'm definitely hoping, yes, because. I mean, then you get into a whole different discussion, you know, why is there, there's so much money in the medical world and pharmaceuticals and, you know, who knows? Yeah. But I think also that we can prevent it for ourselves. When you study Jinshin, it's all about self-help and keeping yeah. your body healthy. So we can do a lot of it ourselves and then we don't even need those insurance companies as much. Yeah. So, I mean, because I, because I really see like in, um, in a, a higher frequency individual and in a society that is full of higher frequency individuals, uh, it's about taking, taking self-responsibility for your personal wellness. Don't wait till you're sick to go to the hospital or don't wait till you're dying to go to the hospital. It's about tuning into yourself and your decisions and your life and, and all these different factors. And um, it's so much cheaper for prevention in the long run than waiting till you're sick and dying to get addressed. Because at that point, it's almost like you never took the car for any tune-ups and oil changes and maintenance. Yeah. And then you finally took the car when it completely blows on the freeway and it's and it's almost like unrepairable for some things. And, and our bodies are very much like a transportation vehicle. So it, you know, in Buddhism, it's always about prevention, 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 prevention. Come back for your your check-in. Come back for your maintenance. If you've noticed something off, work on that. So, yes, you so were saying? Keeping us um, healthy on a spiritual level, on a psychological level, and on a physical level. And a lot of people know to take care of our physical bodies, a healthy diet, going to the gym, exercising, you know, all of these kind of things. And then to keep our psychology, our head, our mind healthy, and then to keep our spiritual body. So again, it's just this 
body, mind, and spirit connection that lives within us mm -hmm. uh, to keep that healthy. And I completely agree with you to, that we can prevent ourselves uh, very much. Very yeah, much. yeah. We don't have to suffer so much. We can suffer a lot less. And laughing, <laughs> fun, having fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and oftentimes whenever I go, I, I love kind of um, healing retreats, healing spas and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, I really wish that this would be covered by insurance because insurance will cover my acupuncture, it will cover my chiropractic, it will cover my my medical massage, um, you know, but it won't cover some of the other healing modalities that I've tested and tried and, um, mm -hmm. you know, pay out of pocket for. So, uh, so. you know, hope, hopefully in the near future, it falls, all energy healing falls under um, miscellaneous preventive wellness. And Make again, some kind of category to cover it. Healing um, modalities, you can practice on yourself. So mm -hmm. it's available already. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there is a lot of courses on your website um, to choose from and a lot of free courses as well. Now, the Institute is in New York, but you also offer online learning. So how will people get the same hands-on um, tutorship online as compared to the in-person course at your school? Well, right now with COVID, of course, we haven't had any in-house courses. So I finished mm -hmm. the book, The Core, which uh, I, I suppose you're going to show a link to all of mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the course is a textbook for if you want to practice on someone else, and it's for self-study. Mm. So with this book, I explain everything, how it works and all of it. And then you can practice on someone because it's by the practice that you're going to learn. And then at the Institute, Lola and I are always available to talk. And I do a lot of live videos and we have a YouTube channel, Jinshin Institute. So I have so much and we are so um, available because... It's very little known, the art of Jinchen, and mm -hmm. our mission to spread it with more people because it is so effective and so simple to practice. So everybody should know about it since yeah. we're all doing it on ourselves anyway already, holding all these points, you know? <laughs> I, can see, I, can, I can see a lot of people at the, at the ER, the ICU clinics holding themselves, doing their, <laughs> doing their practices. <laughs> I have taught in hospitals to medical professionals, to doctors and nurses for either self-care or mm -hmm. nurses in emergency rooms. Mm -hmm. And they use it like for pain to have a simple hold that helps all kinds of pain in the body. So mm -hmm. doctors and nurses are being, they're starting to be much more open to these kinds of um, Yeah. Therapies. You know, um, well, speaking of, speaking of um, doctors and nurses, a lot of the doctors and nurses that I've come across, um, many of many of them, you know, like when I go to, if I'm having a back problem or a knee joint problem, um, I will go to the specialist at my hospital just to make sure that there's nothing serious about that. And they'll take a look at it. And then I'll, then I'll go to the chiropractor and get adjusted and massage and, um, and, and go, go to a dietitian or a nutritionist to see if there's something I could do. You know, I just kind of, if I got the insurance, I'm going to use it all the way through everything. So everybody gets a little bit of love. Um, and hopefully soon the insurance will cover energy healing modalities as another way to check another box and go, well, have I tried that? You know, have I looked a different way? You know, um, so I'm, I, I don't, I don't restrict my wellness and health to a specific thing or a specific um, genre of, um, of addressing it. And I think a lot of people are really open to that because I do hear a lot of uh, my doctors and um, nurses that I, I go to for different things saying, oh, I, I do this meditation course, it really works. And actually at the hospital, I have a doctor who lives across the street from me, but at the hospital, which is 10 minutes away from my house, they actually, during COVID, they email everybody within the network, um, free online um, meditation classes. Mm -hmm. um, it's part yeah. of the, uh, a part of the public service from the hospital, free meditation classes. I think a lot of research has been done already also on Jinshin Jitsu. There has been research done in hospitals and mm -hmm. 
and a lot of uh, scientists are talking about it. And I, so, yeah, I think it is much more accepted also because not all the answers are with medicine. For some things, it's very helpful, Western medicine, but for some things it's not. And so people look further because they just don't find all the answers within Western. Yeah. And again, a combination. Combination. A combination is wonderful. Yeah, because the East is, I mean, the West is very, very good. And not to say that the East, Eastern medicine is not good at um, like the physical stuff, but the West is very, very um, specialized in like physical surgeries yes. and all that kind of stuff. But the East has had this very long standing tradition in their spiritual traditions um, as um, energy healing. That's why they call it energy healing and working with energy and the aura and the, you know, the chakras and everything that makes up the signal that the non-local signal that goes to the bodies in which we um, live through so a fusion of eastern and western of that body and that spirit that energy would be something that um, would be the next stage in our evolution in how right. we understand our medicine yeah if you think about very concrete example but if somebody breaks their hip they may need a hip replacement they need mm -hmm. I get to surgery if you apply something like jinshin jitsu then it speeds up the healing process very very much because when there is surgery there is an interruption in the energy flow right mm -hmm. they into your system and so when you revitalize that energy the body can heal itself much faster so in that way it's a beautiful combination where you can use both and also with pain or chronic pain you know mm -hmm. it, it it's very very helpful and so that's really on a very physical level the spiritual comes with it automatically so that's just uh yeah yeah well i'm looking for i'm definitely I, i'm looking forward to, to seeing the progress in jinshin and in other energy healing modalities like like jinshin um because they've already proven in science through meditation research and mindfulness research that when they hook information of people's brains up to an EEG brain scan, they, and the person is in very high frequency meditation, um, they're getting information that is not from their brains. They're getting information that is non-local and outside of their body. Um, and they've already proven this in science that people in the high frequencies are getting information and getting um, healing from outside of their body. And that is that life force. That is the universe of consciousness and everything we've been talking about. So the codes are out in the universe being sent into the body that is um, tuning into that. So, Beautiful. you know, I'll, yeah, a lot more to to um, look forward to. So what are your um, su suggestions for building a fifth dimensional society full of a diverse set of energy healers like Jinshin practitioners? I really think that it starts with self-practice because once your body is in harmony, it doesn't mm. stay within the individual body, but it spreads. It's like spreading the love and it becomes bigger than you. If you, if I am in harmony, the person next to me will feel it and they mm -hmm. feel comfortable. It's like a, it's like a domino effect. So it's like I a love virus. <laughs> taking responsibility for ourselves and our own healing and well-being is where it all begins. And yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, so I would like to share one hope for the immune yes. system since yes. all of us or a lot of people are going for the vaccine. And if you do or if you don't, um, in Jinshin, we work with 26 locations on the body on the right and 26 on the left. And the key to the immune system is SEL. We call them safety energy locations, number three. And it's right here at the tip of the shoulder blade. Yeah, so you can hold it like this. Mm -hmm. If you just go and feel the right and the left side and feels which one feels There's like a tighter. muscle there. There's a muscle there, right? Yes, yes. So if one is going to feel tighter than the other. So if you go for your vaccine, you want to keep SEL3 open because it's the key to the immune system. So before, open it up. After, open it How up. You, so just hold on to it and that's what opens it up? Yeah. 
Yeah, just hold on to it. And then with your other hand, you make a mudra with your thumb over your ring fingernail. And the uh -huh. ring finger helps the lungs. So this opens the lungs. And then the three helps to open up the immune system. So this little hole is very, very powerful. Pre so you do it before and after? If you decide to get the vaccine, you can do before or after do this? Yeah. Some, even if you have a cold or, or anything mm. immune-related, a fever or a flu, uh, the threes are key. And if your immune system gets a reaction, one of the threes, this one or this one, will mm. you will feel that it's tender. And so you want to hold it till it opens up the yeah the ring finger over the nail what, what what now i know what this is but can you tell people what this mudra does for your body well this one um th this one helps uh, to ha harmonize the digestive system mm. this one helps the kidney and bladder energy and fear so yeah all of them are very powerful you can move through all of the fingers like this the yeah. reason why i choose this one is because it helps the lungs and the mm. everything and the nail helps the inhale so you have the nail and the palm the palm helps to exhale the nail helps to inhale i mean we can and get the breathing more. right you do the breathing while you're doing this too yes and the gentian in and of itself brings you right into the breath by itself mm. there's not even anything you, you don't have to try it just does naturally yeah so this is a very good thing to hold and like you're doing you can hold it on the yeah. same Opposite. I see a lot. I go to Asian Mart um, grocery store and I see a lot of Asian women walking around like doing this all day. <laughs> doing this all day. Oh. So, so they're just doing it naturally. I don't, and, and they don't all know why they're doing it, but they're just doing it naturally because this is because when you're tuning into your body, this is where the stress is coming from. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is the one for stress. And then this, this is a different one. And then uh -huh. this immune system three. And then 11 is for stress. So yes, you see a lot of people seeing, sitting like this. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Place your hand on your shoulder and it helps to release stress. Yeah, yeah, do you hear that guys? So easy. And, um, and, and you know, I know we're going, we're going through some interesting times right now and stuff. And so everybody has an opinion about the vaccine, whatever your reasons are, they're your reasons. And, um, you know, I don't necessarily have an opinion um, it is all personal choice and it's all life lessons. So, you know, we've already pre-planned all of this before we were born anyways, according to Buddhism. So, <laughs> so do meditation and find out your, uh, your chart and then, and then get over your fears, and move on with your life. Um, but if you do decide to do it, these are some things that can help you kind of alleviate that stress and anxiety that you may feel about the vaccination if you're getting it. Yeah, that's right. Keep your, okay. Okay, so that's just that's just personal wellness from the Jinshin Morai, and actually, that is personal wellness that I've 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 recognized um, those patterns as well in yoga and in other um, practices and Buddhism as well. So it's not um, conflicting to any kind of medical recommendations. These are just you know personal. They help alleviate a lot of of that stress and anxiety that you may be feeling about different things. Awesome. Well, do you have a last message you want to leave people? Because they there's a lot of here that people can can do every day. Yeah, there is a lot of um, a lot of information here, and yeah, what I like to say that if you have a body practice jinshin, what when you hold a finger, you're already practicing. So there's really no reason not to practice and harmonize your energy. It's available to everybody. Already today, you learned so much holding mm -hmm. your finger, helping the entire body. So yeah, just practice, share it with your loved ones, your children, um, your parents, you know, your partners and share. You can do it on your dog. Can't you do it on your dog or your pets too? Absolutely. They love it. Yes, and because they're very open, they don't even have that resistance of, oh, do I believe this? You know, they just, yes. People get dog to sleep, they just go, oh. Yes. I love this. You're the dog to sleep. Oh, uh, wow. That was wonderful. Well, Alexis, thank you for offering to teach the Jin Shin Murai modality, which yeah. people can use for self healing and to facilitate self healing to their clients. Um, so everyone, for more information about the Jin Shin Institute's offerings, 
please visit their website, which is Jin, J-I-N, Shin, S-H-I-N Institute. So that's Jin Shin Institute.com. And thank you to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time, blessings. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.